893-7762. A lot to get into tonight. Uh, coming up in the next segment, be joined by Louisiana Tech star forward, Kenneth Lofton Jr. Uh, coming up at 7 o'clock, speak to the head coach of the Bulldogs on the gridiron. Sonny Cumbie will join us at 7 o'clock to break down his first week in Ruston. Uh, so like I said, big show planned for this evening uh, as we are just eight days away from National Signing Day on the football front, getting into the middle of the basketball season. Of course, Eric Conkle's Dunkin' Dogs go on the road, pick up a big road win over the weekend at Santa Clara. It's out in Santa Clara, California, 78-75. You look at... Um, I don't know if this is too well-known, but Kane McGuire Tech Basketball SID put this out. It was a 16-hour, yes, you heard that correctly, a 16-hour travel day for Eric Conkle's Dunkin' Dogs on Saturday. Uh, had some fog issues in Monroe, missed the old connecting flight in Houston. Ultimately, they get out to Santa Clara, unable to practice on Friday night, but they did play in the game on Saturday, pick up a 78-75 win. Kenneth Lofton Jr., 31 points, 14 rebounds for Tech in that one. I believe it's a 66-66 game with just over two minutes remaining when Lofton absolutely took over, <clears throat> scoring the game's next eight points for Tech. Kind of willed the Bulldogs to the finish line. Uh, before four late free throws ultimately put that game away. Lofton also attempted a career-high 25 shots from the field for Tech in this one on his way to 31 points and 14 rebounds, now averaging 19 points and 11 rebounds through Tech's first eight games this year. Bulldogs now 6-2 and two overall and getting set to host... ULL on Saturday inside the Thomas Assembly Center. That's an 11 a.m. tip on ESPNU, so make sure you make your way out to the Thomas Assembly Center on Saturday. For his efforts last week against both Texas Southern and Santa Clara, Lofton was named the Conference USA Player of the Week, also named the Louisiana Sports Writers Association Player of the Week, Averaged 23 points, 10.5 rebounds for the Bulldogs. Uh, that, that was a game uh, against Texas Southern, of course. The Louisiana Tech won 87-60. Uh, that Lofton left that game injured early. It was actually a game-time decision against Santa Clara, which makes that performance that much more special. Uh, but uh, nice honor for him as he is named the Conference USA Player of the Week along with the Louisiana Sports Writers player of the week getting to some other news and notes uh, I know today that Conference USA announced uh, their awards as far as conference postseason awards uh, named to the all freshman team Ben Bell defensive end Jared Means or Bub Means named to the all freshman team as well from his receiver position all Conference USA honorable mention selections uh, it'll be quite a list Smoke Harris Trey Harris Abe Delphin, Josh Moat, Balin Buchanan, Khalil Ladler, B.J. Williamson, Trey Baldwin, Ezekiel Barnett, Michael Clark, Keevy Rose, and Jacob Barnes. Uh, looking at second-team selections for the Bulldogs, Tyler Grubbs 
and Smoke Harris. Of course, Smoke Harris for his punt return efforts. And then the lone first-team selection for the Bulldogs was the deep snapper, Reeves Blankenship. Of course, Blankenship has now played out the entirety of his eligibility and will move on from the program. Uh, Other news across the Bulldog football program this week. J.D. Head, quarterback, second-year freshman at Apparel in Texas, announced his intentions to enter the transfer portal, as did quarterback Aaron Allen. Of course, the Houston native is Allen. Uh, Just finished up his fourth year in the program. So, as Sean and the guys mentioned earlier, uh, you look at this Louisiana Tech quarterback's room that Sonny Cumbie is now taking hold of. Um, yeah, it's pretty slim. Luke Anthony, of course, expected to return. I guess at this point you can say he's expected to return for his seventh year as a scholarship quarterback. Caleb Holstein as well, the freshman from St. Thomas More. Of course, Landry Liddy is committed from Calvary High School in Shreveport. Liddy was actually named the Gatorade Player of the Year in the state of Louisiana today. Uh, You look at Liddy's career at Calvary, just tremendous. Uh, Threw for 4,247 yards, 53 touchdowns as a senior while leading the Cavaliers to the Division IV state semifinals. Uh, Liddy became just the sixth quarterback in Louisiana high school football history to cross the 4,000-yard mark in 2021. Also became just the third quarterback in state history to throw for over 50 touchdowns. So, uh, of course, I mentioned National Signing Day just eight days away. Uh, I think it's become well known at this point. Uh, Liddy has garnered off or has gained offers from both SMU and Boise State in the last week or so since the announcement that Skip Holtz and his staff would not be retained. Liddy will take a visit to Boise State this weekend. So um, I would imagine if you're a Tech fan at this point, uh, you have to be a little bit uneasy uh, seeing some programs come after your quote-unquote guy as we get closer to signing day. Uh, But hopefully Landry Liddy will be added to this Tech quarterback room uh, as they not only – start trying to mold this team, but mold the quarterback room as well. Uh, I would expect as well Coach Sonny Cumbie and his staff as he continues to put it together. we got some news on that as well here in just a moment. But as they continue to put this staff together, you got to figure out the quarterback room. Uh, yeah, I would imagine at this point with Liddy uh, being a true freshman, of, of course Holstein doesn't have any experience as well. Luke Anthony coming back off an injury. Uh, I think the obvious uh, thing at this point is to point to, wow, I just said point like 77 times. It's obvious that I believe that you can expect to see a transfer be added at some point. Robert chimes in on the text line, says just because someone enters the transfer portal doesn't necessarily mean they will leave, correct? Uh, that is right. That's a good point, Robert. I would say in the case of J.D. Head and Aaron Allen, uh, maybe a 1% chance either one of those guys re- return. Uh, I, I just don't see them coming back to the program. Uh, I don't think either guy made their decisions on a whim. I think they made these decisions. They're more well thought out uh, than we might can imagine. So I, I would expect that both J.D. Head and Aaron Allen will be playing elsewhere 
in 2022. So uh, a lot of work for Sonny Cumbie and his staff as they get set to gear up for signing day in eight days while trying to put this quarterback room back together. And like I mentioned, we'll talk with Sonny Cumbie at 7 o'clock to get some of his thoughts on whether or not, um, you know, to get some of his thoughts on what he knew about Louisiana Tech before taking this job, uh, what his first week on the job has been like. I would imagine uh, it's been like drinking water out of a fire hose uh, with everything that's been thrown his way, being in the middle of the recruiting period. Of course, the dead period uh, goes dead, I believe, on Monday the 13th. So uh, be a lot of work between now and then. Uh, as they look to secure some commitments, hosted a number of players this past weekend. Of course, you can get us bleedtechblue.com, just nine ninety five a month for the latest on that front. Uh, some coaching news information for the Bulldogs. Jake Brown has been added to Sonny Cumbie's staff. I guess the first official ad for Sonny Cumbie. Brown will come to Louisiana Tech from Texas Tech, of course, this past year, spent the year in Lubbock as an offensive quality control coach, was elevated to a full-time assistant when Cumbie was promoted to interim head coach. Brown spent the 2020 season at Baylor as a quality control coach for Dave Aranda and the Baylor Bears. Just reading the release uh, from Louisiana Tech, Brown says, My family and I are excited for the opportunity to be a part of Coach Cumbie's staff. And the Louisiana Tech football family, I've known and worked alongside Coach Cumbie for many years and have always admired him both as a coach and as a man. Went on to say Coach Cumbie is going to do amazing things at Louisiana Tech, and we are honored to join him on this journey. My family and I can't wait to get to the great state of Louisiana and to begin building, begin building relationships with the student-athletes, coaches, and administration in the Louisiana Tech Athletics program. Uh, Brown has spent one season as an offensive coordinator at West Texas A&M in 2019, helped guide the Buffaloes to an 8-3 and mark, uh, increased their points per game average by nearly 10 points, served as an analyst at TCU in 2018, was also the running backs coach at SFA in 2016 and 2017. Looking at his previous stint at TCU from 2014 to 2016, he also served as the director of high school relations. So, a uh, good ad for Coach Cumbie and his staff to get Jake Brown in here, of course, be the co-offensive coordinator, also coach wide receivers uh, in Ruston. And I know he and his family are excited to get here. So like I mentioned in the open, Kenneth Lofton Jr., Sonny Cumbie will join us tonight. So we got a big show planned talking Louisiana Tech men's basketball, talking Louisiana Tech football. We're talking signing day. And I also have a big question for all of you out there. Is Louisiana Tech ready to win in 2022 on the gridiron? You take an early look at the schedule. And I get it, but we're going to take an early look at the schedule. Uh, you look at some of the non-conference opponents for the Bulldogs. Uh, open the season on the road at Baylor. Uh, also a home game with Stephen F. Austin. Uh, followed up by a road trip to Clemson. Shout out to Dabo. Uh, having some issues keeping his assistants around. Uh, before closing out non-conference play on the road at South Alabama. You look at some of the home road splits 
within Conference USA, road trip to North Texas, have a home game with Rice, travel to S or Southern Miss, uh, travel to Charlotte, home game with ODU, uh, road game with UTSA, uh, home game with UTEP. Uh, so you kind of get the picture. It's going to be a tough schedule, only a five-game home slate for the Bulldogs in Sonny Cumbie's first year. But I think it's very interesting to see if this team, because in my opinion, and I'll kind of give you a preview, I think this team is ready to win right away in 2022. I don't think it's void of talent like a 3-9 and nine record might indicate if you can get the quarterback position fixed. Ant chimes in. Any chances Tech looks at Harrison Bailey or Maddox Cop? I believe Bailey's the transfer from Tennessee. Uh, I believe Cop's a transfer from Houston, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, two young kids with, I uh, believe, Bailey might have four years of eligibility. I know Cop does. Um, listen, I, I think at this point, if you're Sonny Cumbie, I would imagine he's identified some guys that he's interested in talking to out of the transfer portal. But I also think that you got to kind of let this thing get a little bit deeper in terms of what the realistic targets might be uh, from Louisiana Tech's perspective. Joey Fresh chimes in and says, if we, are, if we start a true freshman, we'll be lucky to win six. If we start an experienced transfer, I think this team is ready to win eight or nine games, and that's what we'll discuss later in the show. Got a quick update from bye week Beck as he chimes in and says he's hoping to be here by 6.30, so... Uh, we'll hold bye week back to that, and if he's not here by 6.30, we'll give him a little bit of uh, a piece of our mind, tapes. Let's go ahead and take our first time out. We come back. Kenneth Lofton, Jr., the Duncan Dogs star forward, will join us. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatterload, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Wake up. Did you know? Wake up and hear what you've been missing. It's the Nick Brown Show. Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 a.m. on 97.7. 
Follow Nick on Twitter, Facebook, and listen online. Wake up. Join us this Saturday. It's the Nick Brown Show, 8 to 10 a.m. Saturdays on 97.7. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back, Bleed Tech Blue Radio. BC joining you. Let's go straight to the hotline. Joined by Louisiana Tech star forward Kenneth Lofton, Jr. Jr., how we doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Just had a great practice on this Tuesday night. You know, it was pretty good. I hear you. Well, I appreciate you carving out some time for us. Uh, I want to go back. Let's go back uh, five games ago. You guys are at home against Jarvis Christian, uh, obviously a team that you guys expected to take care te- take care of relatively easily, and that's what you guys did. But in that matchup, Isaiah Crawford goes down with an injury. I want to ask you, when, when a guy of Crawford's magnitude goes down, the uncertainty surrounding it, what is your reaction as one of the leaders of the team? Is that a situation where you gather the guys up and say, hey, let's go, we, we can get through it, it's the next man up, and, and it's something that you worry about down the road, or is that a situation where it's like, hey, this is also our teammate, let's take care of him right now? Um, well, first of all, you know, we want to take care of our teammate that got hurt, Isaiah, you know, see if he's okay, you know, just things like that. You know, uh, he was he was hurt. You know, we were thinking he was gonna come back, but obviously he was out with an injury for the rest of the year. So uh, moving forward, we just gotta go to the next man up, and you know, which we was low on forwards right now, but next man up. You know, figuring out different situations throughout, like the twelve players that's on our team right now, and trying to make it the best way so we can win. And you talk about, you know, some of the forwards that have to step up. And Kenny Hunter has done that. I think he's playing about 13 minutes a night. Uh, talk about the, the balance of both you and Kenny. I know you go at it every day in practice, but how do you guys work together to make each other better? Um, we just push each other each, each and every day during practice, on and off the court. You know, he make me better. I make him better at everything, you know. We got different types of moves. You know, he teaches me a lot of things also, but, you know, as me, a leader, I teach him a lot of things. Also, we just have a connection together and just try to be the best at, you know, translate one of another things or what we do or if we're not good at it, help him out. You know, just t- teamwork. And, 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 you know, you talk about that teamwork, and you guys um, came into the year off of uh, a year last year. You had 24-8. You finished third in, in the NIT uh, high expectations here coming into 2021-2022. H- how do you deal with that as a young guy, as a guy that uh, the guys kind of lean on? Uh, you go back to Santa Clara this past weekend, I believe it's 66-66 with two minutes to go, and, and you score four straight buckets. Talk about how you kind of show that leadership with a team that has such high expectations uh, throughout the year. I mean, uh, for me to be the leader, you know, it's three of us, but – it's just really trusting you and your teammates. You know, me and my teammates are around 24-7 on and off the court. So we're just building a bond to, you know, be together as one, um, trying to make it the best way 
we can be to win uh, the basketball game because that's what it's all about. Uh, but during the Santa Clara game, you know, I just told my teammates to trust me. Um, just they executed. You know, we played some defense. We got a stop on the, you know one of the last plays. I, I'm thinking, yeah, we just played great overall that game. We had some miscommunications, but although we put out the win. And, and you know, when you get into a zone like that, like you were against Santa Clara, or like you were in the NC State game a couple of weeks ago. What's that like for you? Is it like, guys, hey, feed me the ball and I can go get buckets for us? Or, or do you kind of continue to try to play within the offense? Um, I mean, Coach uh, Conkle, you put up a great game plan. You know, we just execute, you know, just do things. I mean, sometimes it just be my night. Sometimes it's not my night. But, you know, my teammates find me a lot, you know, especially, you know, Kobe, Caleb some of the point guards, you know, everybody, they just find me. And we all just do our job and just happen to win, win the game. Or even if, a, if it's a loss, you know, we learn off those mistakes. And we just get better as we kind of go into conference in a couple games. And, and last question, I'll let you get out of here. You mentioned conference uh, starting up on December 30th. You guys got three games remaining in the non-conference portion of your schedule. ULL this Saturday, 11 a.m. tip in the Thomas Assembly Center. LSU the following Saturday before you close out non-conference play with Crowley's College. But what are some of your big goals for your team uh, in these next three games to get you guys ramped up to make a run in conference play? Um, I mean, some things I can point out. Um, we're going to get better, you know, on defense and offense. You know, we're still making a way, you know, uh, with Isaiah being out, different people at the four, different lineups and just stuff like that. We're we getting better by the day. You know, that's why we practice. That's the main reason why we practice is to get better. But as going into these last three games, I mean, it's going to be great. We're going to put up a fight, try to win these last three games before we get into conference. Junior, great stuff, man. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you. Kenneth Lofton, Jr., join us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio as Louisiana Tech gets set to host ULL and LSU. Or I, ULL on Saturday, LSU the following Saturday in Bossier before they close out non-conference play against Crowley's Ridge College at home on December 22nd. Uh, Tapes, we, we were talking during the break about Lofton, and, you know, you talk 31 points, 14 rebounds against Santa Clara. You talk 36 points, 17 rebounds against NC State. And, and I've said it time and time again, I just hope, I hope that Louisiana Tech fans realize that this kid is an absolute all-timer and I, I don't know, was there probably 8, 10, 12 maybe home games remaining? Like, you better get out to the Thomas Assembly Center to check him out because it wouldn't shock me at all if he's hearing his name called in the NBA draft come next summer. I, I, of course, you'd love to see him have a full career, but even more so, I'd love to see him have success individually for himself. As, as, and it's there, man. He's got you, it. you just don't see guys six eight two eighty that can move. You know, it's 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 yes, he's got the power, but it's the finesse with it, the skill set. It's how it's if not NBA, certainly Europe. You know, it's it's there. A lot of money the, to be the, made the eyeball well. that you cannot know anything about basketball and sit down and watch him and like 
Yeah, that big dude out there, he's the best player on the floor. Well, I think, too, and you said you mentioned the skill set. I think that's kind of the, the part of his game that makes him so special. He's not the 6'10", 6'11", power forward. He's 6'7", he's a wide body. He's creative in how he gets his buckets. Well, to my point, his senior year in high school, he shot 64% from the field. Yep. That's not really too unexpected. But he shot thirty three percent from behind the arc. Yeah, I know that's not that's not you know setting the world. That's not fire. Seth Curry or, or Steph Curry or anything. But again, this is a six eight two hundred eighty pound dude that has enough skill that he can step out and hit that shot, make it part of his arsenal, and that just makes him that much better of of an individual player and spreads the floor for the team. No, no, no doubt. And I think you look at you know how he's performed in the last. You know, dating back to Northwestern State on November the 19th, you talk about his ability to shoot the basketball at the free throw line. He's gone 3 of 4, 7 of 10, 8 of 11, 1 of 2, and then he goes 5 of 5 on Saturday against Santa Clara. I mean, he's got an outside shot to his game. I don't know necessarily if that's part of what Coach Conkle mixes in as far as what he wants him to do from an individual perspective, especially considering that they're playing a four-guard lineup around him with Crawford out. But he's really shooting the basketball extremely well from the free-throw line. Mentioned the 25 shots he took the other night against Santa Clara. And I think this basketball team, I believe the first net rankings, which the net is the quote-unquote new RPI, I think Tech was at 96, which... It's not going to blow you away from any stretch of the imagination, but um, you're a top 100 basketball team, and you went on the road and got a big win against a top 100 Santa Clara team, and this team's only going to continue to get better and better. I think the one thing that is really jaw-dropping about this Louisiana Tech team, it's got 14 players on its roster. Ten of them, ten, are freshmen and sophomores. And it's a team, no, excuse me, 11 of them are freshmen and sophomores. And they're picked number two in Conference USA behind UAB. So if you see some of the growing pains, you see a 93-64 loss to Alabama. You see a 90-81 loss against oh, the State We found out Saturday just how good Alabama still is. That's a good point. That's a, what, top five, top ten team? Uh, definitely top ten Possibly top five. I mean, they they whooped Gonzaga. Yeah, Nate Oates is. <laughs> I, yeah, I figured well they lose Herb Jones and and what was the guard that got John drafted? Petty, and it's like they don't even miss a beat. No, so I I don't really consider that a terrible. Yeah, you know, the, the spread was more than we yes. than oh, figured, yeah. but you know their first home game, you chalk it up. But since then, you know, I, I like the play I've seen so far. You you go out to Raleigh. You take a loss against a really good, probably a tournament NC uh, NC State team. That's nothing to really be ashamed of. And you learn from it, and you bounce back, and you get the SWAC team you ought to beat. That's been really competitive against a stellar competition in Texas Southern. And you whoop them by what twenty seven? I think was the final yes. count. And they beat Florida the next night. They then played. and then go out west, sixteen hour, both Travel ways. Night. Yep, and beat what could. If not an NCAA team, probably an NIT team in Santa Clara. So that that win, going out there out west and getting that win, will it, well, it may it may not help a whole lot in the metrics, 
but psychologically, it's huge. It teaches like, hey, we yes. can go out and beat good teams away from home. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the biggest thing from a mental standpoint. You know that you can get on a plane and go beat. Uh, now that you get into conference play, you can go beat a Western Kentucky. You can go beat an Old Dominion. You can travel to Marshall and knock those guys off. The Florida trips are never easy to both FIU and FAU. You travel to UTEP. Uh, I, I think it's huge for a team that, like I said, 11 freshmen and sophomores, only three upperclassmen on this team for the Bulldogs. So let's go ahead take our next time out. When we come back from the break, we're diving in. Louisiana Tech football. Are the dogs ready to win in 2022? We'll discuss it next. You're listening Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. Hey, DQ fans. Craving the ultimate flavor experience? Well, look no further than the new Sea Salt Toffee Fudge Blizzard Treat. It's a symphony for those taste buds, made with rich fudge pieces, salted toffee, and caramel. It's blended to treat tasted perfection with our world-famous soft serve. Try our new Sea Salt Toffee Fudge Blizzard Treat today, only at DQ. Happy tastes good. This is Jason Walker with Louisiana National Bank. No matter if you're buying your starter home or your forever home, Louisiana National Bank can take care of all of your home buying needs. Our rates and closing costs are competitive with not only your home team bank, but also those big online lenders. We have an amazing product portfolio, which means more ways to get you in your dream home, including low and no down payment options for qualified customers and properties. Conveniently apply online at ln.bank. L for Louisiana, N for national.bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting La Tech football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. 888-993-7762. Dustin chimes in, says any word on who Coach Cumbie is looking at as the defensive coordinator? Dustin, I will tell you that uh, we should have that up on bleedtechblue.com. Let's say tomorrow morning, uh, I believe. I uh, believe the hire's been made. I would imagine it'll be into the public by Friday. Uh, if you're looking to get a head start, bleedtechblue.com, just nine ninety five a month. Uh, Chief chimes in, says, how about Brian Gamble coming back as the tech defensive coordinator? Um, Gamble did a good job during his tenure in Ruston. There, there's no denying that. I believe Brian's down at... 
Texas State these days. Uh, but he he did do a tremendous job at Louisiana Tech. Uh, I believe he was here for three years under Skip Holtz. Um, getting a, I believe it's the second text we've got about Brian Gamble. How about that? Chief also says he brought in Grubbs. Everybody loves Tyler Grubbs. He's become a folk hero here in Ruston in just over two years as we wait for bye week Beck to get to the studio. Uh, it wouldn't be Bleed Tech Blue Radio if Beck wasn't here, so excited to get him into the studio. Uh, but a- as he walks in, whoa! <laughs> Looking snazzy. Did you go to a wedding? <laughs> we, we've got business week, Beck. Uh, yeah. stay ready, BC. Wow, you're looking good. I know. Woo! A little out of breath. Had to jog into the old studio. Mrs. Co-host BTB might uh, have picked out the old clothes for you today. No, no, this is just the normal business attire. I know you don't get to see it very much, but... You're looking good. You took my chair. We talking about that? Uh, We're not. Initially, what are your thoughts on uh, J.D. Head and Aaron Allen entering the transfer portal? Gosh. You're going gonna to do me like Set that? Set you up for a hot heater right yeah. out the gate. You know me, Ben. Uh, we talk a lot about just where kids are nowadays, you know? Yeah. Uh, millennials, Gen X, whatever these kids are. Like you and I. Yeah, I'm not a – this is going to shock you, but I'm not a huge transfer out guy, you know? You're not I big on guys leaving No, I don't like it. No, I don't like it. Uh, I, I will say uh, – you I'll, a just, big I'll just be candid. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not sad to see Aaron Allen go. I think he's a great kid. He got a ton of shots. I uh, mean, he did get if you're a backup quarterback, you should be dreaming of the number of shots that, like, Look, to, to, to be like Aaron Allen. And I believe he it. played in 24 career games. I mean, that's insane. So, it wasn't working. I agree. So, good luck to him. Not, nothing against him. Uh, he's, he can play ball. He's a player. He can play. It just ain't working here. So, not sad to see him go, to be honest. But no disrespect to the kid. This is business, okay? It's business. Hey, and you got the business of Tyrone, so yeah. we expect yeah. nothing less. Yeah, I've been cutting deals. So, that's one I'd cut and let go. JD, I'm a little bummed. I think he, uh, I know we've been talking for years about him, you know, beefing up a little bit and being a little uh, being a little tougher, you know. Uh, being able to take a hit. Go to little Griff's. <laughs> go to Griff's. But uh, I think he could have been a player. I, I don't. You know, you never know what's going on with these kids. I know he's from the Dallas-Houston area. Maybe he wanted to be closer to home. Uh, who knows, Ben? I, but I'm to me, I'm like, man, you had a you had a shot. At the, I don't know what Cumbie said. Maybe they had a one-on-one maybe conversation. They had a meeting, yeah. yeah, maybe they had a meeting and Cumbie said, "Hey, you're not a good fit." I have no idea. But I'm sad to see him go. But I also, I'm like, I, I don't get it. I mean, if you're if you're buried in the depth chart, yeah, I get it, I guess. But he wasn't buried in the depth chart. How about this news? From too legit to quit, and from an unnamed texter, Max Johnson has just entered the portal at LSU. Could he be on the Cumbie radar? Uh, I'm sure he is, but he's also a Florida kid. Every every Max Johnson just entered the transfer portal. Takes. There's no shot he comes to Tech, right? I wouldn't think. Listen, unless reason, he wants to win a Heisman. But here's the one thing I will say: when you're looking at potentially adding quarterbacks, so you need to get on him hard. Napier. Billy Napier. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly what I was about to say, Tapes. When you're looking at adding players from the transfer portal, the thing I always look to, whether whoever your head coach is, whoever your offense coordinator is, defensive coordinator, whatever position you're looking for, you're looking for a connection right. as far as high school coach, did you recruit him out of high school, uh, whatever it might be. And you're also looking at where's the kid from. Max Johnson, in this case, from Florida. Like, 
He's going back. He to ain't Florida. leaving LSU to come up to Rust. No. Now, is he on the radar? Absolutely. I mean, does Cumbie have to take a shot at him? Of course. Absolutely. But probably going back to the Knowles, probably going back to the Gators. Heck, he maybe wants to play for Mario Cristobal and the Hurricanes. So, I mean, what do you think he transferred? I mean, you think he wasn't uh... – Yeah, probably because he's left-handed. It's a, it's weird watching a left-handed quarterback. It is. You know, and two, the transfer portal, and it feels like – and I don't think that J.D. Head and Aaron Allen are the last two players that we'll see from Tech enter the transfer portal. It's just not how it works. We we mentioned in the at the top of the show Landry Liddy taking the visit to Boise State, and everybody's like, oh, come on, he's been committed for six months. Like, what the, what the heck's going on? And it's like, well, like, you have to understand, like – I understand that thought process, but everybody doesn't love Louisiana Tech like an alum loves Louisiana Tech. Like, a lot of players in this era, and I know this will tick you off, but a lot of players commit to a coach. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong, but that's what happens. No, that makes more sense to me than anything. And and so you look at some guys exploring their options, like a J.D. Head. I know you mentioned Aaron Allen's probably not as big of a loss, having been in the program four years, but... When you have a coaching change, like that's got to come with what comes with it. Right. Like you're not retaining the yeah. whole roster; it's just not no. happening. And 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 I'm fully acknowledge that my view is is old school and not and not realistic of what college athletics is. No, you're not old. School. No, I mean we argued today about it. Uh, we're talking about JD taking the the boy or a Liddy taking the Boise trip, and and that, like I don't like I don't like that. If you're committed, be committed. You know what does I that work? It. I and, get it. And you and you you use the analogy that oh, when you're at a job working your job, if you get another job offer, you might go interview. I'm like, well. I'm gonna take it to your marriage. You say you're committed to Mrs. BTB, and uh, you tell oh, whoa, you telling now. me you're just going on other dates. Oh, are whoa. you telling me? Whoa, we're not going on other dates, all right? Bro. All right. So it depends on the context. I don't love it. I just, but I've, I've had I've had issues. I'm not saying I don't love the Liddy's doing that. I don't, but I, it's not, he ain't the only one. It's not like yeah, yeah. it's it's not. Fr- I mean, this is completely normal, but I just hate that kids will commit. So I'm like, use a different word, like. I don't know what you use, like but it doesn't to. mean a verbal commit doesn't mean anything. But it, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. It means you're the best option right now. I agree. But I mean, and then they're like, "Oh, we got this guy coming in." It's like you don't know that. You don't. You got a guy that said, "Sure, I'll come." <laughs> but wait, hold on. If I get a better offer, I'm, I'm probably out. not coming. I'm out. So then you spend all your time like babysitting this kid and making him think that you're still super interested. But I also think that's why. You know, you have college. I realize why it has to happen. No, I, just I don't. Hate it. But I'm saying I think that's why you talk about you hate it. Well, like some college coaches, like they love, absolutely love the recruiting aspect. They get the opportunity to go to the pros, and they're like, "Oh, hot dang! I ain't never going back to college. It's way easier. Yeah. I don't have to babysit an 18 to 20 year old Oh, or just kid. like pump them up and make them think that. The, yeah. and I, I get that's part of it. But if I'm an 18 year old kid, hopefully, and I'm sure most of these guys know, but I'm like, listen, like I know you, you're interested in me, but it's, but it's because I can I can give you something, and and like I'm not gonna buy that you're gonna like take care of me like a dad thing. It's like, listen, I want something out of you, you want something out of me. It's a mutual agreement. But I hate the like. Oh, you know, it just seems so fake to me. All of I it think does. It is. Some but of it I, is, I but think. I get that I get that coaches are trying to fill their draft classes, and so they have to they have to say like, hey, we got two quarterbacks committed, we got three wide receivers, whatever. But it's just it'd be so frustrating as a college coach to be to have guys quote unquote committed, but it's like they're not. You're still you're still every day trying to get them to come here, even after they're committed. So why do we even go through that process? Well, why do we even have sign a day if you now have a free it, transfer yeah, portal? That's what I'm saying. So what I mean, tell me what the state of the transfer portal right now is. It is it still different because up. of COVID? No, no, no. no, is it back to normal? Yeah, I mean, you get the free transfer. 
Because of COVID or just no, one free trip? It's a no, general rule. That's a new rule. A new rule. Yep. Okay, so what's going to happen is all these guys that are going to transfer are going to be met with a bunch of other guys that are going to transfer. Might become good buddies in the old transfer I'm just, portal. It's not going to be what it used to be. It's going to be a ton of guys just getting totally left out. I want to see I agree. it. No, I want to see a few kids be I like, oh, over 700 too big for my britches. I'm a true freshman, didn't get any playing time, I'm out. And then be like, just come, come fall, they're sitting on the couch. Listen, that's what's I need to see happen. It. But I also think, and it's like you said, I don't know if it's, you know, you talk about the job of a coach as far as babysitting a kid. On the opposite side of that, at some point, you mentioned the tre- true freshman that says, oh, I'm transferring, I didn't play. Well, at some point, like, mama, papa, or mom, mama and papa got to be like, well, listen, son, like you didn't play, that. ain't nobody want you. You got to quit telling them. Dude, you were so good on the seven-year-old flag football team. Like nobody cares. Well, that's what these guys go from being like. That's what that's that's the culture that's created by all these coaches buttering them up all the time. They think they're something, and then they get to campus and they're so, nothing. So how are you curing this? I, I have no solution. Which I realize is the worst way to be complaining about something. I just I don't I just it. don't love it. I don't hate your that, but that that would exhaust me as a coach. But I, I get that. I totally acknowledge it's part of the game. But it's all, I mean, I know you love to tweet that Landry's committed. You love it. Chief says, tough you-know-what for those that get left out. This ain't mama ball That's anymore. That's right. Chief's right. Ain't daddy ball either. No. Hey, speaking of daddy ball, did you see that uh, Manny Diaz got fired? Former Texas yeah, defensive coordinator. Yeah, I saw a little salty little, uh, little pup. Uh, he was a little salty. Did you know this but, uh, little nugget? Totally agree. His dad was the mayor of Miami. Before he got the job? I assume right now. He is right now. Yes. How about that? Interesting little tidbit. Did the they, mayor of Miami. Did they play daddy ball to get Manny to Miami? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Was he mayor before he got there or what? I don't know. That's interesting. I did not know that. Very interesting. So, like, prominent family. Yeah. Hmm. But the mayor's not going to the games for a few years. Remember when Manny used to sit by me at church uh, I do not a few times that. back in 2014? Okay. Um, so where do you think Manny goes? That's to be a P5 coordinator somewhere. I'd oh, imagine. really? He drops down a coordinator? Yeah, I don't think he gets another head job this cycle. Uh, listen, I don't think he did a bad job at Miami. It was Miami's a tough place to win. Oh, of course. You got Vince Wilfork eating all the food that the players should get. <laughs> you got Ed Reed running his mouth. I mean, there's a lot of universities. You got in Reggie Florida. Wayne. Reggie Wayne all jacked up because of Mario Cristobal. I'm like, Reggie Wayne, we ain't heard from you in five years, bro. You know, been silent. That's exactly what the U is. That's uh, the, the the U is stuck on the U of old, and it's a tough place. It to ain't two thousand. It ain't happening. Anymore. They ain't slipping stuff under the rug like they used to. There's cameras out there now. Some of your players are going to be. Uh, Quinn Ors is getting all the stuff they used to slip under the rug. They like his mullet. Okay. You see Quinn Ors. I, I saw a report today. Of course, the Ohio State quarterback or Ors is how you say his last name. Quinn Ors. I've been saying Evers Ewers. You can't Ewers. read. I don't really know, honestly. Um, Ors is an a, a guy at Texas uh, tweeted out that uh, Quinn Ewers has first round NIL money on the table from Texas. Oh, I'm sure. Hey, yeah, getting him for a legitimate reason, right? Yeah. Stupid NIL. Is he going to Texas? You think? I don't know. He visited Texas Tech last. First, what does week. that mean? First round? I would. have assume it means a bunch of cash. I know, but I'm saying like we already got that term around. Your, your first I'm, round, second round, third round. I NIL. guess. What round am I? Hey, what is Saves, you can chime in on this. A little undrafted you, free agent. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think? How do you 
or how do you think the NIL stuff will differ in three years as it does right now? You already seen two, two big guys get it'll burned. I, I don't think it will be. You I, think it'll be the same? I think it'll be about the same. Really? Businesses okay. are going to finally start to realize, you know, there's just too much fluctuation from year to year, even not even year to year, month to month, with players constantly moving that businesses are going to realize – is this really a sound no, financial? No, that's investment? what I'm saying. I think in three years you're not going to have these million dollar deals. Okay, yeah, I think it'll taper off. Taper off more so than it will. The two big ones. Expand. The only one that's prop that I've heard of, and I haven't heard of all of them, obviously. But you know, I remember Saban making a comment that Bryce Young was upwards of a million dollars paid it, off. Th- paid off. But then you got Spencer Rattler, total bust. I mean, hey. if you're the car dealership that gave that dude two cars, you're you're closing the doors. Hey. Ain't nobody want to shop there. Here's my question. I, th- I think Quinn we'll Ewers. really see where it goes with what happens with Arch. Possibly. Oh, gosh. Hey, they're no. gonna hand Ole Miss is gonna get him, and they're gonna hand him a key to the city. Hey, when Bryce Young goes to accept his Heisman Trophy on Saturday, does he have like a oh a clause in there? Yeah, oh. no, does he have like a Coke bottle up on the stand yeah. with him or whoever sponsors? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'd love to know who you sponsored by. All right, let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back from the break. We're getting into it. Beck, should we have high expectations for 2022? You wrote an article I on did. It. My, you wrote a dynamite article. It was a doozy. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scattered load, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at LN. Dot bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. I remember, the- I remember the moment. I remember the moment. I'll never forget that moment. As long as I live. As long as I live. A storage tank ruptured, and for miles, chemicals were pushing up against the riverbanks. This was a big, big deal, and it was going to have a serious impact on communities up and down the river. I remember the moment this local guy came up to me and said, they call the guard out for this stuff? You probably thought we were all about hurricanes, tornadoes, fighting Mother Nature. Hey, it's a chemical spill. It's a disaster. It affects the water supply, threatens wildlife. We're talking about the health of entire communities and people's livelihoods. You bet we're ready for these kinds of things. We were out there with booms to prevent the spill from expanding. We are responsible for protecting and monitoring the sensitive wetlands. I also remember the moment that same guy came up to me and said, I don't know what we would have done if they hadn't called the guard up. Learn more about how you can protect your friends, families, neighbors, and the environment. Everything that makes up your community. Go to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC. 
business Beck and John Tabor. No shortage of nicknames around. Business attire Beck. I feel so much better. We switched mics. I feel better. Yeah, we did switch mics during the break. I I don't know what Beck's issue is, but you uh, saw uh, Max Johnson's brother Jake also enter the portal. Number one tight end in the nation. What's going on in that family? He decommitted. Yeah. Oh, that's right. No shock. Yeah. All right. Expectations. They're a package deal. Have to be. We got we got tight ends. We got room for tight ends in the old system. Does Gumby like a tight end? He does like a good tight end. He does. Yeah. Hey. Hey. I like Cumbie just for that. I love a tight end. Got Sonny Cumbie coming up here at 7 o'clock as well. Okay. We're going to ask him about the old tight end. Are you? Yeah. Ask him what size weight. Do we like the? Do we like a Gronk or do we like a, a Jake Butt? Or what do we like here? Oh, a little Jake Butt reference on Bleach. Is Jake, Jake Butt in the NFL? Uh, highly doubt it. Jake After Butt. that knee injury? Jake Butt pretty terrible. All right. Expectations for 2022. Is it, is it reasonable that th- come this time next year... I can be back in my element prepping for a bowl game. Is it reasonable? Is it, that's a, whoa. Uh, to be determined, Ben. I, I think it's an improvement upon this year. Three and eight is pretty, pretty bad. It's called three and nine. Be three and three nine, nine. Mick. I know. I wrote, ben had to edit that one. How many ball games we got, BC? 41 now? Yeah. 42. So that's 42. It's 84. 84 slots out of 130, whatever. Will we no. be top 84? Yes. That that largely depends on Here's what I want to say. Here's what I want to say. My, my the article I wrote was do we can we expect it to be better than this year and I'm I'm confident yes in that. Okay. But here's the deal. Are there going to be growing pains? There's a lot of room for better. There That's is, but here's the other side of that. If you just as, cared half as much as you cared this year, Taves, we got another one or two wins, I think. <laughs> Whoa! A little heater <laughs> off the top rope. Come on, as much as I care. No, I'm just if anybody cared, it happened. Oh, so you, you you didn't come in and have to deal with angry Tabes right. as much as Ben did. That's true. He'd come into the studio to do the call no, in, and old Tabes would be, be a little hot. Be a little hot. Here's my thing, though. You talk about going three and nine, and I completely agree. You got to get the quarterback position fixed. There's no doubt. But you also lost one point game at Mississippi State, which. You lost a Hail Mary to Southern or SMU. You lost on the last play against ODU. You lost at the very end against NC State. You lost to a running back quarterback, Southern oh. Miss. You lost to an awful Rice team. Like, that's six of your nine losses. And you weren't far off from beating them. So my point is this. Like, I, I, what I'm saying is I don't think the roster is void of talent. Like, no. I, like I don't think you're just like, oh gosh, like this is a three year rebuild. No, no, I, I completely agree. That's that's the basis of my article. Was was listen, we there's the, a, a culture shift in the locker room to me could be is a one or two, two one or two win difference. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, we we had the talent, and even if okay, Kendall was I loved Kendall, but he just had some, the back issues and, and the other injury problems. Couldn't get healthy. No, and he played what? Ended up playing what? Four games for us, whatever it was. He's one and six as a starter. Seven. He played in seven games. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I don't believe he was very healthy for majority of those. I'd say he was healthy for three, maybe four. Okay, first couple ones. All this to say is. Yeah, you're right. We're not void of talent. I think there's gonna. This is obviously gonna be a new offense, new defense. Yeah, it is gonna be some growing pains. So just pump the brakes, Tech fans. I can see it in the first game. You're just jumping ship already on old Sonny. I can see it. 
And so you referenced in your article Jack McNeil in his first year went eight and three. Yep. Uh, first top twenty-five ranking in Tech history. Right. Uh, we'd I'll all be in Alabama. for that. We'd be in for that. They beat number eighteen Alabama. Who... Uh, yep. Then went on to win the SEC. I think we'd be in for that. Uh, Derek Dooley uh, saw an improvement from three and ten to five and seven. Uh, our boy Sonny Dykes, Sonny one point uh, went from four and eight to five and seven. Yep, slight improvement. Uh, then, of course, from Dykes to Holtz, it went from nine and three to four and eight. But you had like a bajillion seniors, and Scotty Young was playing quarterback. And not sure Scotty Young could have quarterbacked my intramural team that year. But like I said, I just think this roster has more talent than it's probably given credit for. And I, I put it like this. When Sonny Cumbie, and, and this is me, I don't play football. I played peewee when I was seven. I don't watch, I'm not watching the film. He can break down, diagnose all the film. I think this roster has a bunch of dudes, and you have to understand this. I think they have a bunch of dudes that are like 16 to 45 in terms of their talent level when you rank a roster 1 to 85. And there's only about 4 or 5 that are 1 to 15 type guys. Right. Like you got a, a lot of solid pieces. Like a Smoke Harris. Like a, you know what I'm saying? You could win games with, with, with that, those though. guys. Yeah. Yes. But I think this roster is void of those number one pieces. Yeah. I, I think you got a number one receiver in Trey Harris. I, I think you got... You know, you got a number one left guard in Josh Moat. I think you got some ones in some spots, but like you, you got a lot of. And I don't want to use the word depth because I think that's selling it short. I think you got a lot of positive contributors that can't necessarily change a game. Like you need some game changers to go from, you know, three wins to maybe eight wins. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, I completely agree. You don't, and, I, yeah. and your quarterback has to be one of those one to fifteen guys. Right. And this is, I mean. And the reason why I wanted to look at the first years because you know there's a lot of change that happens in the first year. There's your routine, there's your yep. schemes, there's your offense, there's your defense, there's just getting to know the guys. Yep. And I mean, Cumby got in here early, so I mean, a lot of teams are still playing football, and uh, Cumby's in here, so that that is a, a huge benefit. But there's a lot, still a lot of unknown pieces. We don't know our quarterback room is real thin right now, are real thin. Uh, to put it nicely, uh, we got a guy. We you know, anyways, not going to go there, but. Some some pieces are are still yet to they're coming in. Yep. You would think. At some point. At some point. So a lot to be determined. I, I just like Ben said, there's enough talent on this team and there's enough people that we are and, and pretty to, sure we're gonna stay that I think we pick up a few and, more and wins. And you and you talk about the, the culture aspect in the locker room. And I know Sonny Cumbie knows this. He referenced it multiple times, not only in his press conference, but in some interviews as well. There's got to be trust in the head coach too. Yeah. Like, and it's not just you trust what he's saying. Like, you got to be bought into what he's saying. Like, if he tells you to go run through a brick wall, you got to ask him how many times do you need me to run through it. You know what I'm saying? And listen, a lot of January through May is going to be built establishing that relationship, that trust, that buy-in. But that could be the most crucial part for this team. Let's be honest. A lot of 18 to 22 year old kids in that locker room that are probably pretty uncertain right now. Oh, yeah. They know who their coach is. They know their coach didn't recruit them. They don't know how their coach feels about them. They might have came off of a decent year. 
But they're also wondering, like you said, where do I fit in offensively? Where do I fit in defensively? How do I fit into a scheme that could be predicated on more quarterback run or you know more blitzing or whatever it is? A, a lot of that trust is going to be developed in the offseason. Yeah, and my hope is that these guys respond in a way of not you know with the unknowns. They're not discouraged that they're they're got to drive to work hard and to and to prove themselves and to you know if you start to think you know what your role is going to be in an offense or a defense from a, a coach that you've never played under before. Uh, you're you're confusing yourself, and um, Ben, I, I hope the guys buy in. This has been a a long two years um, coming off of you know all these guys that are in that locker room have only had Skip as their head coach Absolutely. at Louisiana Tech, and so um, hopefully there's a little fire lit under them with the, with the uh, you know it's like when you get a new boss, you know you know I what wanna, that's like. I want to see a little more emotion. I just hope something something changes. You you want to see like the. You want to see some fiery play. On I want to see some line. accountability. You know. Okay. I want to see a little bit of that. Okay. I, w- I really do. If you played football, would you be the holder, the deep snapper, or the kicker? Did you see the... our deep snappers first team all conference. Yeah, I did see that. Only one. Pretty good reference. Shout out to old Reeves Blankenship. Yep, solid career. Don't think he had a bad snap. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty good. Not a lot of people know him. It's a good thing. Better not know the deep snapper. Better not know, especially who the deep when he's redhead. Is. Yeah. Gotta get you a redhead deep snapper, you know. <laughs> That's right. You, you know That's what right. I'm saying. Uh, I mean, I think being a kicker would be kind of awesome if you're good. If you're as good as Baby Barnes. If, if you're as good as consistent as Baby Barnes. Oh, baby, his blood though. How, how much? How jacked up you think Baby Barnes is to play for Combi? Yeah. But he's so amped. I mean, I'm sure that you know. <laughs> here's the deal about being a kicker. Doesn't matter who the coach is. <laughs> <laughs> you just go out there and you kick that thing. <laughs> field, the scheme on field goals doesn't change that much. Hey, boot it through the uprights. Yeah, just uh, when the guy puts it on the ground, you just put it through the uprights. No doubt. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. Head coach of the Bulldogs, Sonny Cumbie, will join us. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with BMW Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to Bimble Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go, dogs. Bimble Motors in Arcadia. This is Jason Walker with Louisiana National Bank. No matter if you're buying your starter home or your forever home, Louisiana National Bank can take care of all of your home buying needs. Our rates and closing costs are competitive with not only your home team bank, but also those big online lenders. We have an amazing product portfolio, which means more ways to get you in your dream home, including low and no down payment options for qualified customers and properties. Conveniently apply online at ln.bank. L for Louisiana, N for national.bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting La Tech football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Get your edge on local and regional sports with The Edge on Sports Talk Radio. 
Jim Taylor Ford Lincoln brings you the 7 to 8 a.m. hour Monday through Friday. It's local regional sports talk with an edge on Sports Talk Radio. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haines, John Tabor. Let's go right to the hotline. Joined by new Louisiana Tech head football coach, Sonny Cumbie. Coach, how are we doing tonight? I'm uh, doing great. Out on the road recruiting. It's great to talk to you guys tonight. How are you guys? We, we are doing very well. I guess the first thing I want to ask you, six days on the job. Have you got the opportunity to take a deep breath yet? Uh, no, we have not. There's no time for that. We've got to be out on the road uh, recruiting. We've got to uh, meet our current players and get to know those guys as well as we can and, and put together a coaching staff. So it's been a lot of fun. It's been fast and furious, but, um, you know, we we uh, uh, on the road now recruiting and, and really just enjoyed um, hit the ground running here at Louisiana Tech. And, and I want to go back to, to the interview process. Before you, you started interviewing with Louisiana Tech, what did you know about the program? Uh, how familiar were you with Louisiana Tech? A lot of success, a lot of wins, um, a lot of really good football teams, um, explosive offense, you know, attacking solid defense, a lot of really good players that are in the NFL. Um, and they've been they've been really successful under Coach Holt and under Coach Dykes, and, and uh, really long before that. And so um, knew knew that about it, and, and I knew that they were in a hotbed of talent and in a really good part of um, the state of Louisiana um, that has a lot of really good football players and and a lot of kids that love football. And so the reputation and the success of this program um, really um, is what drew me to Louisiana Tech. And when you're going through that process, like. How much of, and I've always wanted to ask this question to a new head coach, like how much of your, I don't know if your final decision, but how much time did you take, if any at all, looking at the current state of the roster? Well, you try to figure that out. I mean, you just, the current roster, you look at, you know, try to find out scholarship numbers, you try to find out where guys are from, and, and you try to find out, you know, the, the, the breakdown of, of why it wasn't as, as, success, as successful as it has been, and um, a lot of talent on the roster. Um, there are some holes that we need to fill, and that's what we're out here trying to do right now. But um, there is a lot of talent on the roster. Um, Coach Holtz and his staff have done a great job recruiting. And, um, you know, it, it's just an honor to be able to be entrusted to lead this program. And, and I thought it was interesting, and you mentioned in your press conference that obviously you, you've had the opportunity for the last five weeks of the season uh, to lead Texas Tech as their interim head coach. And, and you know what it means to be an alum of the program that you that you pull for, how important do you think that experience was for you? So that when you got your first head coaching job, you you know what that feeling is like that alums might have if they get frustrated or whatever it might be. Well, I think it gives you great insight into the passion um, and into the dedication. Uh, and the love that this fan base has for Louisiana Tech that the alum, the alumni have. And, and I've reached out to several, and I'm going to continue to reach out. And I just want to say that um, this is a university that a lot of great players and a lot of great people have came and graduated from and have, have built it into what it is. And I've been entrusted to steward it really, really well, and I want to do that um, 
and and I have an idea of the passion that you have for your university because I'm 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 leaving the mine, um, and and now I, I want this to be my university as well, um, Louisiana Tech to be my university, um, and, and I want it to be our university, and 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 to be a part of that, and to help it to be as successful as we can be, and so. Um, anytime you're passionate about what you do and then you go to a place that you're passionate about, um, it gives you an opportunity to have a lot of success whenever you're surrounded by a lot of really good people. Coach, you mentioned you're on the road recruiting. What's it like to, to – uh, the difference between uh, recruiting to a place you've been a while to, uh, to recruiting to a place you just got to? I, I imagine you're able to, uh, to tell these guys, like, hey, come build something with me here. Um, is, is it a little different being somewhere totally new versus somewhere you've been uh, for a while? Well, you know, it, you know, when I left Texas Tech, I went to TCU, and that was a place that I was new to, um, hadn't been around, and and uh, you know, so it's similar from that standpoint. The thing is, is, is Louisiana Tech. There's a great sense of pride in this state um, from the high school kids and the coaches um, about this school and about this program, and so um, you know, you really it sells itself from that standpoint, and then and then you know, the 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 the, the getting in and learning the ins and outs of campus and and the things in terms of an education and, and uh, the business school and, um, you know, the engineering programs and the things that this university has from an academic standpoint that you want to be able to sell to kids and their parents. And, and so from that standpoint, you have to learn a lot and educate yourself and, and find out um, the advantages and the, the things that, um, you know, this university has to offer young men and their parents. And, you know, speaking a little bit further, of course, signing day, just eight days away, and I think this early signing period has been in for a few years now. What What are your thoughts on the early signing period? Uh, do you think it's good for college football, or is it a date that you would like to see moved back? Well, I think one of the things that it's effective in college football is the cycle of coaching changes. Uh, I think that you've seen that where schools have tried to, you know, when, when things happen from that standpoint, um, you know, there's movement earlier in the process. Um, I think that, you know, it, it's, if they don't ask me my opinion on it, um, you know, and so I think that it's, it's, a you know, it's a good deal from that standpoint of if a kid is locked in, um, to a school, he has the opportunity to go ahead and sign early and then, you know, and be able to enroll there. And it, it's here. Um, you just got to work around it. But I, I do think that, um, it has definitely changed the landscape, um, from the standpoint of the early signing period and coaching changes and, and then also for the kids and, and allowing them to be able to, to find out, you know, who's going to be their coach and, and what's going to happen. And, and I believe it was announced uh, just a little over an hour ago, uh, Jake Brown officially becomes your first hire to your staff, uh, coming with you from Texas Tech as the co-offensive coordinator uh, slash receivers coach. Talk a little bit about Coach Brown and, and what attracted to you to him and, and what Bulldog uh, fans can expect. Well, you know, Coach Brown is uh, you really cut his teeth in high school um, at Lake Travis High School, Arlington Martin High School in Texas, and then was able to get into college. He worked with me at TCU. Um, then he went to be the offensive coordinator at West, at, at West Texas A&M. He was a running backs coach at Stephen F. Austin. Um, and then he's had, you know, been at Baylor. Um, and then he was with me at Texas Tech. And so has a lot of experience with me. He's a, a really a, 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 an ambitious coach um, in terms of he's ambitious in terms of, of learning um, different offensive schemes, studying the game, but he also pours a lot of his time, energy, and effort into getting to know his players um, and pouring himself into them. And so he's he's a guy that's got a, a, a very good background in offensive football, but he's also got a very good background in, in building relationships with kids and recruiting. Um, and, and so I'm excited to have him on our staff, and I think 
um, as this week goes on, you know, we, we, we've got some more, some more guys that are going to be announced and, and really excited about the staff that we're putting together, um, you know, from a football standpoint, from an experience standpoint, and then also just from the, the standpoint of their guys that are going to be extremely excited to be Louisiana Tech Bulldogs, and, and they're going to lead these young men really well. From, a, from your perspective, obviously everything's Louisiana Tech leading up to, I would imagine, the dead period uh, that sets in on December 13th. What will it look like for you once you do go back to Lubbock and start getting the Red Raiders prepared for their bowl game, and then when will you come back to Ruston? Yeah, I, I'll, I'm going to do. I'm going to be in Ruston, you know, probably up until December the 16th um, or 17th, and then and then uh, I'll go back to Lubbock. Um, you know, my, my allegiance is to the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs and these players. Um, I'm very fortunate that both administrations would allow me to, to to come back to Texas Tech and to finish that bowl game with those players because I do owe those guys a lot. Um, I'm very, very, very passionate about um, the type of young men that they are, and, and allowing uh, me to finish the season with them. Um, and then when I'm there, you know, we'll game plan for Mississippi State or Louisiana Tech play the first game of the year this year. And then, you know, we'll, uh, in between practice and watching film, um, you know, I'll be calling players and, and, uh, calling recruits and, and, uh, and then checking in with the coaches here in, in, uh, Ruston on how things are going with the Bulldogs. And you mentioned earlier recruiting, getting to know uh, your current players, getting a staff in place is obviously at the top of your priority list right now. But have you got a chance to think of what it'll be like when you get to blow that whistle for the first time come spring practice uh, when, it, when it really sets in for you? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, there's, there's so many things to do before then. There's, there's, you know, finishing recruiting, putting the calendar together, um, planning spring ball, uh, off-season workouts, installing an offense, a defense, a special team. Um, but I'll tell you what, the most fun that we have is, is in practice, and we get to get out on the grass with our players, and, and uh, we get to um, get out there and do what is, is, is the best part of our job, and that's coaching on the grass and helping these guys learn what we're going to do on defense, learn what we're going to do on special teams and an offense. So I'm really, really excited and looking forward to that first spring practice whenever we do have it. Last question. We'll let you get out of here. A uh, little bit of a softball. Got a number of guys asking, are you a hat guy or a visor guy? You know what? I used to be a, a visor guy, but I've, I've kind of transitioned into the, just the old ball cap, you know? Okay. Just, just, okay. just the old ball cap, yeah. yeah. I don't quite have like the... Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I went back from visor up ball cap, so that, that's what it is. You, you got great like visor the, hair, Coach. I, I just If you wanted to go back, we support you. Yeah, okay, well, you know what? I, and I also need to just try to check out the selections of the <laughs> visors. True. That's true. Kind of, are they are they the ones that have the the, the big bill, small bill? <laughs> you know what they are. You know that kind of uh, impacts the decision too, and just the comfort level on that. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll, there'll be plenty of time for those types of decisions. But I try to make all those decisions, you know, and and then not stray away from them because <laughs> I don't want those those types of decisions. That, take away from making any other decisions that really matter <laughs> absolutely well appreciate it coach great stuff tonight uh look forward to working with you in the future absolutely i appreciate you guys covering us um, i'm looking forward to working with you guys and, and i tell you what it's a great day to be a louisiana tech bulldog no doubt sonny cumby head coach of the louisiana tech bulldogs join us tonight on bleed tech blue radio uh, Beck, I, I gotta tell you, I was hoping he was a visor. Guy. Yeah, me too. I just felt like you. I want the big golf visor. I know, but you, you, I wonder if coaches are like, man, that's that's Kiffin's thing. Does Kiffin forget Kiffin? I'm just saying, it's kind of like, I mean, he's a pretty big Maybe personality. Maybe it's a sort of thing. It might be, but he's a pretty big personality.
Hey, you know what I also picked up on? Does every football coach, when they talk about practice, say they look forward to getting the, the guys out on the, the grass? grass? I mean, <laughs> is that not the most? That's I, a coachism <laughs> if I've ever heard one. I love it. Get the guys out on the grass. Tremendous. I mean, it's, it's just good. It just encompasses everything. They does. You know? It does. I, I just love it. I, I appreciate him coming on, like you said, on the road recruiting, drinking water out of a fire hydrant. Dude, I can't imagine everything that you have to do as a brand-new head coach. I wonder if he remembers to brush his teeth at night. I wonder if he's a little bummed that he he decided to coach Texas Tech in the bowl game because, I mean, I, I get I would I think I'd probably be the same way of like, hey, I, I, think I, I went to war with these guys. It. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying like I once you're a week into – Tech, I wonder if you're just like, oh my, why did I and think I, I would do that? I know there's a lot of Tech fans that are like, man, why would he go coach the bowl game? I want him to commit it to Tech. But here's the deal. <sighs> think about it if you were in his position. That's his alma mater. Right. If it's my alma mater, I'm coaching Tech. You oh, know what I'm saying? Oh my, and just just to like, they've, they've given you everything. Exactly. Like yeah. there, There's no way and he was turning also, down that opportunity. And it also emphasizes what he talks about is just, he talks a ton about the guys and the type of the men that he wants to develop, yep. and so to That's me, it's, it's an, an honorable thing to yep. go back. But I just can't imagine that he's got the energy for it. He because, better uh, being the head coach. It's a lot to do. That's why they make the big bucks. VC Brett says, "Great interview." If he's a ball cap guy, he may need to go the mullet route. Oh, wouldn't that be something, Brett? He's got some impressive salad up. Top. I think we've definitely given him something to think about. If he goes visor, the visor sales on campus. I think he knows that we're all in on visor. Yeah. So if he goes visor, when we go to practice in the spring, you, we all oh, wear wearing visors. visors. And be like, "Hey, coach, you like the look? You like, you like the look, it? coach? Could be you. Coach. I, I should have thrown in there, hey, coach, you think you're going to drop the old flea flicker first play against <laughs> Mississippi State? Okay. Dog fans hey, will be real watching. Talk, real talk. You think every coach thinks about that? Like, let's throw it deep. First play of my first play of my career. Throw it deep. Why not? Something crazy. Why not? I mean, you only get one shot. It's you like get your one first shot. at bat in the majors. Well, it's like you know, you know him coaching that Texas Tech game. You know, he's like, man, I got Tech fans watching. Lot Tech fans watching. That's right. That's might, right. might you throw a little? Uh, if he threw a flea flicker, flea flicker, the first play that he, the first offensive play, he'd be Louisiana pretty juiced. And if it worked, uh, you remember in two thousand? Was it two thousand twelve? We started with a deep ball to Henderson QP. every single game. Or QP, that's right. Yeah. Every single game. Yeah, he caught it every, every single sing- game. I don't think he dropped a single one. I don't think he did either. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's go ahead. Take our final time out of the night. We'll come back. We'll put a bow on it. Ha, Chief, great reference. He said he had Ben hair. Kind of. Hey, Ben had some flow back in the day. Ben has flow now. You do got some flow Get with the game, Beck Hayes. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. Head coach Eric Kunkel and the Duncan Dogs are hungry for another shot at the postseason. Well, we've got a storied history here. For a chance to give their all. What we look at is great opportunity. And for an opportunity to rise to new heights. Everybody's trying to elevate their role into something greater this year than what they had a year ago. The Duncan Dogs hit the hardwood all season long right here on your home for Bulldogs basketball. The La Tech Sports Network from Learfield. Hey, DQ fans. Craving the ultimate flavor experience? Well, look no further than the new Sea Salt Toffee Fudge Blizzard Treat. It's a symphony for those taste buds. Made with rich fudge pieces, salted toffee, and caramel. It's blended to treat-tastic perfection with our world-famous soft serve. 
Try our new sea salt toffee fudge blizzard treat today, only at DQ. Happy tastes good. Louisiana National Bank is your community bank. Whether you are a small business owner or a parent helping your child open their first savings account, we look forward to working together to help you achieve your dreams. We are committed to delivering on our long-term promise, making each interaction with you more exceptional than any you have ever experienced through the convenient delivery of personal and business banking products. Ready to experience uncommon banking? Visit with our friendly staff at one of our convenient local locations or visit us online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Head coach Eric Kunkel and the Duncan Dogs are hungry for another shot at the postseason. Well, we've got a storied history here. For a chance to give their... You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Final segment of the show as we wrap it up on this Tuesday night. Uh, Tapes, here's the deal. <laughs> did, uh, did you watch that Bills-Patriots game last night? I did. Did you catch that... Er, did you catch? Did you see that Stephon Diggs catch uh, on that last drive? I think I may have on had the my sideline. I don't remember that specific one. There was only well, like, was the one that put the dagger in old BC's yep, fantasy week. Lost by two, fell to two and eleven. Here we go. James, your boy is ten and three and looking like a lock for a a bye. I'm in that seven I'm and I, seven and six, and that's when you were sitting at seven and four two weeks ago. Oh, that's not- Trending in the wrong direction. Pat Mahomes needs to decide oh, to throw God. touchdowns. This has been the again. weirdest year in the NFL. I'll tell you that. It's a weird one. Patty Mahomes kind of sucks. Yeah. Brandon, you ready to eat some hot dogs? Uh, by the way, <laughs> the old mom just texted me. Said I need a haircut. Yeah, thanks, mom. <laughs> Shout out to... Shout out to Claire. <laughs> Mother of a BTB legend. Mother of a BTB legend. You sp- she just wishes I'd gel the hair it's, and spike it like you. What's unreal is how much cooler Claire is than you. It's just, it's not even funny. It's fair enough. We got to get Claire on for a radio. That that could be good. Tell us some stories about the BTB publisher. Would get a little dice. Would get a little dice. You think your mom knows I got you through college? You think uh, I've told her a few times. She was actually the one that told me that you were not graduating the quarter that, that I was graduating. Yeah, that was unfortunate for yeah, BC. She, uh, she had to she had to let me know. She had to spill the beans. Yeah, she said you're not doing a good enough job giving my son through college. You left him behind. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, did you see the old tweet that uh, we got tonight that was sent to us by our good buddy Colin? He's oh yeah. A picture of I, old Mac Jones, I, and it says, "When you do nothing on the group project, but still get an A." Reminds me of myself, Beck Haynes. Yeah, that's literally when he sent that. That was my thought of. of she said she knows that, and she's so thankful. Oh, Claire, straight to his heart, straight, mom. She she is a sweet, sweet lady. I don't know where you came from out of that family, but she is top notch. Think she wonders that herself sometimes. Well, you know, at least she's got you know your sister. She's the only one that turned out all right out of the three of you. Your brother. Talking a lot of smack on the fantasy football group message. He's a farm boy. He is a farm boy. I had a little trouble on the farm this year. A couple of cows go down, and, and Clark 
<laughs> at their graves, grave sites, Clark, <laughs> put the team names, put a headstone of the team names of everybody he beat. It's <laughs> too good. Too good. All right, looking ahead this week in uh, – Let's talk Lady Texter basketball real quick. Uh, home game Friday against Sam Houston. Lady Texters are 6-2 and two overall after wins over ULM and Mississippi Valley State in, his two, in Brooks Store's most recent, two most recent games. Uh, Sam Houston, ULL at McNeese to close out the non-conference slate. All three of those games will be played by December the 22nd. Uh, they'll open conference play on December the 30th. Shifting to the men's side, ULL comes to the Thomas Assembly Center on Saturday. Get this promotion back. Are you ready? I'm ready. First 500 fans to the tack, get a Santa hat. No way. Yes You got to applaud the department for doing something Believe different. it's going to be blue. A blue. Blue tag blue. Ooh, don't know if it'll have our logo. Possibly. Possibly. Okay. Possibly. We'll see. That's a big time. Uh, Brett says, uh, speaking of participation points, how about them dogs getting 11 AP votes in the final poll? Please tell me you saw that. I did. Incredible. What? Why? Uh, a, a AP writer, obviously an idiot, tried to vote for ULL, or you know what they like to call them, the yeah. state. Yeah. Well, he, he did it the state plus tech. And got us 11 votes. I believe he voted us number 16. I believe gets you 11 votes. Shout out to you at the Associated Press. I believe that they went back and corrected time. it. But that was great point, Brett. Brett, I'm going to miss you on the postgame show. Not going to lie. You're going to have to call in a few times. Over the have we heard from months. Joey Fresh tonight? We have. We have heard from Joey Fresh. Says we can only win six with a true freshman quarterback. Says eight or nine. With the Joey. Vet. Joey. Joey, you think we're we think we're jogging out there with a true freshman quarterback in 2022? Joey, 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 Joey! Heck no! Come on, Joey! All right, but give me your. Uh, are you allowed to say this? What if you were to put you were to put a little money down? All right, who do you think? I'll give you this. You think it's somebody on our roster or a transfer that starts for the Bulldogs in 2022? Transfer, really? Yep. Uh, speaking of guys on the roster, even if you include Liddy. If I had to pick one of those three, I'd say Luke Anthony. Yeah, for sure. I I, I just think new head coach experience matters. I, I Listen, l- the one advantage Liddy has for him, he's going to be in for the spring, which that's going to be vital to, you know, everybody's going to be learning a new system. But I, I do think I, if I was a betting man right now, I'm saying that it's a transfer. Who is the transfer? I ain't got a dead gum clue. Hey, you're going to find out, though. I'll try. We, hey, listen. You just heard the man 15 minutes ago saying that new hires are coming down this week. We've already reported one of them. We're reporting another one tomorrow. It costs nine ninety five a month to join BleedTechBlue.com. Site's never been more popular. It's popping. I can't even keep up. Now let me just give you a real-life scenario here. It's like a drug, I'll be honest. Had the old brother-in-law join, and he's like, holy cow, I can't get off. <laughs> Your family took you that long to get it. Yeah. Hey, it's helped me a few times being in a conversation and just being like, these guys talking about stuff that they don't even know. Exactly. I know. I just can't say it. Because you're it's a, a bad subscribers man. Honor. You're subscribers a bad honor. man. 
All right, Louisiana Tech, Duncan Dogs at home, 11 a.m. ESPNU. Bet you can catch it on the tube. No, you won't be at the TAC against ULL Saturday afternoon. Uh, I thought it was 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Saturday. Is that not afternoon? No. Is that morning? Afternoon would be after 12. Oh, good Lord. I guess you got to get kolaches before the game. Breakfast time. Some pillowy puff. Delicious called? daylight donuts. <laughs> How about that one, buddy? So, for our man, Beck Haynes, appreciate you showing up. Business attire, Beck Haynes. John Tabor, flawless job on the board. I'm Beck Haynes. No, you're not. I'm Ben Carlisle, <laughs> BC. <laughs> Whatever. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host Ben Carlisle on the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. know that the coach doesn't have any power. Everything goes through LeBron. So, therefore, if the players are not playing hard, if they don't want to practice, if all these things are going on, that's an indictment on LeBron. That's a, we know that, and, and it's a problem really in the NBA. The players have so much, they're superstars. They have so much power till it almost puts the coach in a real compromised position. And it's especially when you're dealing with LeBron. LeBron put this team together. Think that LeBron didn't put this team together and LeBron didn't pick this coach. He could have had Ty Lue. If LeBron wanted Ty Lue, well, Ty Lue I don't know about that. I don't know I, I, about I, that. I, I, he he that did want Ty Lue. Yeah, it didn't make sense why he didn't. He won yeah. a championship with Ty Lue. I mean, you like, said I, a lot. I, I, a I lot of what that. you said is accurate, but he did but, want but Ty But hold Lue. on, guys. Listen to this. Listen to this. If and see LeBron is a master of this, he could have had he could have had the team that he had. Now he could have had a lot of those guys before they got too old to be able to help him. But he chose other players. You know, it's just like it's. Just well, hold like, on, hold on. Who who could he have had? Carmelo for one. He could have had Car- Carmelo. Look, Carmelo was. When was he going to get Carmelo? Went, when, when Carmelo, when Carmelo was out of the league? Going, when, Camar- when Carmelo went to Portland, he wanted to go to the Lakers. LeBron and won a championship uh, two years ago. Yeah, that was I, I, I mean, I, I he, look, you that, made some interesting he, points. You made some interesting points. But, thanks, but, Tony. Because obviously LeBron Tony, does Tony, have a thanks. lot of power. We appreciate it, yeah. But, he does. There's no yeah, doubt about yeah, it. There's yeah, no yeah. That I mean, was interesting, but he went a little far around. Yeah. I mean, they won a championship a couple years ago. They didn't right. need and they, and they didn't need Carmelo at that point. And they had Rondo and Dwight. Who right. came back, you know, so yeah. he, he went a little far, but he, he uh, made good points. J.W. in Minnesota, and, and you know what, Chris? And they were trying to bring along Kyle Kuzma, remember? Right. right? 
Right. Carmelo would have been in that, would have taken that away, and they were yep. trying to develop him. They, remember, they wouldn't even trade Kyle Kuzma for AD the first time. You remember I that? actually think you got to give LeBron a little credit, Rob, that he didn't force, like, yo, go get Melo. You know what I mean? He could have. That's right. his boy. That's his friend. Yeah, hey, he could have forced that, and he didn't. Let's let's go to uh, let's go to JW in Minnesota. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Hey, what's going on, fellas? What up? Good, how man. you? How you doing? I'm good, man. Hey, Chris, you saw it. Every time I call in, man, you're always off. So I'm glad that you're finally here to talk. You must not call in. Yeah, much, he called all the time. That's just you, right? <laughs> hey, JW, who always working? <laughs> I ain't gonna comment on that. Man. Oh, see, <laughs> all right. What you got? What you got, man? Look here, man. I I'm not gonna put all this. I'm not gonna put all the blame on the coach, um, and I'm not gonna put too much blame on LeBron either. Like we call these guys professionals for a reason, and they made it to a league. They made it to the league for a reason. And so, like, I play basketball, and it's either you're, you're with the coach or you're not. So you can only do so much when you're out there on the court, and. If you out there slugging and you're not into it, that's all on you. Like it's a mindset that you have to have to go out there and play. And so right who now, you putting it on? Oh, yeah, it's got to be. It's we, so, we, we're, you, we're playing you the blame like you game. You ain't blaming nobody, right? It, it, the, the they shouldn't be this bad. Let's put it like that. Then let's put it like that. The organization. Then let's put it like but that. But no, they no, no, no. That's a cop out. Give the us organization? somebody. Yeah, give you us somebody. Give us a name. Chris Broussard, you getting the full Chris Broussard. Give okay. us a legitimate okay. answer. Okay. Yes. Okay. Who is it? Okay. Who would you, if you had to pick one person, is it Rob Palenka, the, the general manager? AD? Is it, is it AD? Is it LeBron? Or is it Frank Vogel? You got to pick one of them. Or Westbrook. Oh, my God. I ain't even going to put it on Westbrook. But I'm going to say it's, it's the general manager now. Because Frank Vogel, where was he before he came to L.A.? Orlando, struggling mightily. Struggling. Okay, so- that's exactly why I'm not gonna blame it on him because he ain't. I, I, like I said, I, I can't blame it on him. LeBron, we know what we, LeBron's gonna do. AD is questionable, but I can't. I I talk about this all the time. AD, I don't like you said. He's the second man. Like he doesn't want to be right. the first. Want to be an alpha. And once again, I'm a ball player, and I see when somebody's not out there playing, and the coach can only do so much. All like, right, good right. call. So good play. call. Thanks, he, JW. He, he didn't want to put it on nobody, Rob. I know. The organization, he's doing all the GM, that. We don't do that. We it. don't do that on the Yard Couple. These JW I mean, should know better. It's a legitimate answer if you want to say that it's a combined, right? LeBron deserves some. He deserves some. Whatever. But uh all right, we got Randy Mueller, former NFL executive of the year, coming up. But first. Ralph Irvin with the update. Ralph. Well, we got that one game going on right now in the NBA that has the Brooklyn Nets down in Big D taking on the Dallas Mavericks at the half. It's the Mavericks with a 62-50 advantage over Dallas in this game. Luka Doncic has 18 points and six assists already in this contest. Nine points for Dorian Finney-Smith. Eight each for Dwight Powell and Chris Tapps Porzingis. Meanwhile, 13 points for LaMarcus Aldridge. That's leading the way for the Nets. Only eight for Kevin Durant and seven for James.